Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Happy Thursday to all listening live. Or delayed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. A big weekend in wrestling. It's, we've got a lot to talk about. But first, I am joined once again for the third straight time, fourth straight time? Yeah, know. third time. John Kozak becoming a regular. Our other regular. Kozak, you Black might take CP's place, baby. I know. CP might just uh, have lost his spot on the show. Lost your spot? Sorry, yeah. CP. Don't bother coming back. He, he's on a plane right now, but uh, you might want to divert that plane to... Uh, yep. Turn, turn it around back to uh, Utah or something. Ben, you got quite the shiner going Yeah, on. this this, um, this guy, Chairman Jordan Newman, I joke he has a small amygdala, and he was the one that told me that fact because small amygdalas make you really aggressive. So our deal is I'll grapple with them. We wrestle. We do submission holds. I don't want to punch and mix it up anymore. I'm too old for that. <laughs> but he just can't control himself sometimes. So yesterday he hit me in the nose. That one didn't hurt that bad. And then he freaking shouldered me in the, right, like right there in the eye and gave me a black eye. So I, I think I'm starting to think like I'm, I'm going to help train you for free. But every time you strike me, you owe me money. <laughs> what do you think? Good deal. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair deal. Seems fair. You at least look tough. It this is weird how like himself. you, pr- you probably like go to the grocery store or something, and if you have a black eye, for most people, it's a very <laughs> weird thing but for you it happens once every every couple months and you're like no nah, it's kind of it's kind of uh, part of my I job i actually don't bruise that easy so i mean i can't remember the time i the last time i had a black eye like this yeah that, that one is yeah, pretty I mean, good but you regularly i feel like come into the show with like at least like a cut or marks on your face somehow on. scratches yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. yeah yeah for sure um man there's some good wrestling this weekend i just i looked through the the list of picks i'm sure i'm gonna there's win a again lot of good wrestling this weekend but these are some fun matches. I'm actually sad. We have Friday night practice, um, and it's right at the time of Penn State, Michigan, and NC State, Virginia Tech. Um, but then we we will I will get home in time to watch uh, Nebraska Iowa. We uh we got a That's question. Um, I guess we can just answer it now. From from Tanner Hoffman, what's the one can't miss duel this weekend? I have a ton of family stuff going on and need to prioritize. Step one. Well, if I had to, if I if I had to pick, you don't have to pick one, Tanner. 
Because what I would say to this is, at the exact same time as Michigan, Penn State, as NC State, Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. you don't have another time where there's a double duel like that. That's bang so for your buck, I, right there. Yep, I would just like split screen it probably. That's the pro tip. That's why you listen to yep. FRL, right? Yep, dual pro screens tip right there. You, uh, <laughs> or you just uh, we are your family from you know November through March. That's, that's <laughs> what I always say. Uh, so you just gotta you prioritize go. us and tell your family you'll see them come April. Yeah, we're about to have our uh, our fourth daughter here in the next week or so. Go sex oh, dude. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I said, man, it'd be nice. You know, my wife has the baby, you know, sometime tomorrow. Everyone comes visits. You know, she's tired. She goes to sleep. Baby's sleeping. I'm in the hospital room all, all by myself. Watching wrestling. Just watching wrestling. That's the, <laughs> that's the dream for this Well, weekend. I mean, I don't, you already had three kids, so I probably don't need to tell you this, but there's a while you're staying in the hotel room, or hotel room, hospital room. <laughs> Well, there's not much of a job for you. You know what I mean? Like, you're like yeah. moral support and whatnot. But, like, you know, she's laying there doing the contractions and whatnot. The nurse is coming in and out. Doctor's helping a little bit once in a while. And you're just like, all right, well, like, I'm hanging out. So, uh, honey, mm-hmm. you're busy over there. I'm going to turn around some wrestling here. You got this. Kozak's not, this. Kozak's well, not well, under When you need me, when you need me no. call me. I'm right here. I'll be yeah. right here just when you need me. You're doing a great job. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. Hey, you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get into um, some of the, these previewing picks, there was some news yesterday. Sammy Alvarez um, headed to Stillwater, Oklahoma State. Uh, quick turnaround because he, he just entered the portal, what was that, a week ago? Yeah. Um, unclear on his, his weight path, but he is um, enrolled and he will be there. Uh, probably not going to wrestle this semester, but next year, probably 41 or 49 is the plan for him, I think. So mm. I'm not too interested in this. I, I Man, I can't picture him ever being a factor. And in light of what people sent me last night on his time on the message boards, and I love some message boards. <laughs> he, need, he needs some help. Yeah. Um, hopefully he can uh, get things straightened out and get on, you know, the right trajectory. In, in Stillwater, he, he was a guy that showed a lot of promise and talent um, early in his career. So mm-hmm. we'll see. As of right now, um, he won't be in the starting lineup, though. So it's, yeah. it's really I don't know wild. if he's ever going to make the starting lineup. Maybe 33 next year without Dayton or something. But you look, what, Jordan Williams would have been 49. 33, even on the John W. plan. Okay. Bowenovich has been 49. He's mm-hmm. been doing pretty good. Teague Travis has been doing all right. Carter Young, super young. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of people to go through right there. Yeah, I was a little surprised when uh, it was announced he was going to Oklahoma State. Just because of that reason, he's not a you know, a perfect fit in the lineup. They don't have a glaring lack of talent there at 41 or 49. But uh, you know, I guess we'll see. I think, I mean, I think you, you redshirt Carter Young next year. He's got that available. And then Alvarez, 41. That seems obvious for me. But what's right. wild is... Sammy Alvarez wrestled two weeks ago for Rutgers, he, and and he's already enrolled yeah. at Oklahoma State. That's just so wild. It just seems so weird, but bro, Dusty Hone. I just looked this man up because I I saw his name on the roster. It was even He is in his ninth year of college. Yes, he <laughs> did fifteen and sixteen. Then he took some type of mission. There's no wrestling on the schedule in seventeen or eighteen. 19, 20, 21, 22, oh. and 23. He started college. 
He started college in 2014. Jamie, That's the 2015 he, he's season. My age. He's he's Did, older than me, actually. What year did you start? Bro, college? he ro- enrolled in, in college in September of 2014. This is his ninth year. Wow, living legend. A modern what day Van Wilder. Yeah, yeah. I was just say Van Wilder. <laughs> definitely not jealous. Uh, <laughs> wow, nine years of college. Oh my goodness gracious. All right, let's oh, get wow. into the uh, into the into these picks, and we can maybe dive a little bit deeper on some of the. So has CP sent you his picks, or is he going to try CP to watch? CP has sent me his picks. Pick. They are in the pick sheet. So, oh, okay. I officially have them. You know, I'm going to so screenshot. I'm going to make all the same picks. I'm going to screenshot them right now too, anything. so he can't change them after we. Uh, you know, yep. maybe, maybe we know he does it. Screenshot them. Yep, can't be changing them. CP. Is there a feature on um is there a feature on uh Google Sheets where you could actually lock the sheet? Uh I mean I can restrict him to view only access because I <laughs> <laughs> I created it. So if I wanted to now that he has edited it, I could kick him out so he Christian, can only view it. You only have view access. You can't do nothing. <laughs> I really right. can't believe we're letting uh we've let um uh Keith do it the whole season. And I know he thinks he's like doing good, but he was like one in 14 the first week or something so no matter how well he did pass then he just is not that good he's he's bounced back he had a week or two where he outpicked me um no, I'm, I'm looking four and seven he was four and two. seven in week four well, i didn't look at this oh he actually did pretty good i was seven and oh in week five but he was he only had two losses week six oh week six was not good to him week six he was two and four yeah i don't know keith if not so good if you uh, want to play against us at home, the link to this will be in the episode description. Or if you're listening live, you can go to www.flowwrestling.org and then click on the news tab up top, and it'll be the top article you will see up there. JD, how often, um, how often has the public beat the best one of us? Uh, I mean, it's fairly often because there are hundreds and hundreds of entries. So like, uh, no, 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 not not a singular person, but like the um, oh, as the a whole. public, uh, right? Because in here you put on the in the last column, yeah, like yeah, the public. It's not who very they often. Pick. It's okay. It's not very often. The hive mind is not actually that smart. Correct. Yeah, I mean, right, they always cool. get you know a couple right, but yeah, not. Uh, it's pretty predictable, kind of what they will pick. Um, okay. Not a whole, not a whole lot of. Uh, they don't pick a whole lot of underdogs. But first pick, first line for this week, we're going to the EIWA Lehigh versus Penn Friday night. Conor McGonagall versus Michael Kolioko. Hmm. It's just a straight up pick. Conor McGonagall is ranked higher. Number six. Or I, number I, nine. I know he is. I don't. I don't really like the fact that he's ranked higher, though. I was. I remember complaining about this the other day. I don't remember what I was complaining about, but I'm gonna go look it up right now. He doesn't have. It's because he doesn't have a whole lot of wins at 133. But all he's done is basically beat Mickey Phillippe and lose to Dayton Fix. Mickey Dayton Phillippe Fix is, is a loss. little bit up and down, though. He can kind of be all over the place a little bit. Eh, but right, so he's ranked yeah. one spot Big ahead of Mickey Phillippe. Dayton Fix. He did beat Jason Shaner. He that kid's tough. From um, Oregon State, and he beat Philippi. Beat Arini's kind of tough. Yeah, he's beating okay. guys that have 
really good wins. Like Philippi beat Lucas Bird, Jason Shaner beat Sam Latona. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why he's where he's at. And I'm going, Kalioko's I'm going got Kalioko. losses to Latona and Hyman on the season. Mm-hmm. So. All right, who you guys got? I think I'm going to go with Kalioko, though. That's yeah. who I'm going with. And Christian Piles also went with Kalioko. What a copycat. Um, I, I'm not quite as low on McGonagall's Ben, but I think I'm just high on Kalioko. I think he's. I wasn't that low. I I, uh, I just remember I remember looking at it and thinking, uh, you know, why was he up to number six? Because obviously you have you have guys below him who you know, and when you guys explain it, I get it because you know they they've taken certain losses, but certain guys below him have already been on the All American podium. So sometimes when that happens, it feels a little bit strange for those guys to you know drop down. So like a Lucas Bird's at eight, a Ragson's at ten, Ken at eleven. All those guys have been on the All American podium. So someone I saw that it just didn't didn't feel quite right. CP says he's going to give you a matching shiner, Ben. He's in, he's in the ha! Facebook chat. He wishes right now. <laughs> All right, now we're moving on to maybe the biggest duel of the weekend. Maybe not, but for a lot of people, it's probably the, the duel they're focusing on. I actually on. don't think it is. Penn State versus Michigan. At first, I was like, this, and it still probably will be, a dominating performance by Penn State. But there are uh, quite a few interesting matches. And before we get into this, we need to talk about, is Levi Haynes going to wrestle? The answer is yes, right? uh, I don't know. Kale did his media day, and he was not. Uh, committed. Of course he wasn't. Does he ever say anything that's clear? Now, Levi Haynes has used all of his dates so far, I believe. Or he might have one left. Well, I can't just... Is it a date is a weigh-in? Because obviously he wrestled both days at Collegiate Duel. That was only one. He Kale confirmed that that was only one. So does he have one left? Um, Mm, Oh, yeah. He's got one left then. That was only one. Yeah. Boom. So he'll have one uh, date left. Penn State. So he'll probably get the start against Michigan. You would think. That'll be five. But then afterwards, should they use him? Uh, My answer is yes. I I think so. I, I kind of tend to, tend to agree. They don't necessarily need him, but what Penn State has shown is if someone's ready, they're probably going to use him. Right. There's only been what one one year, um, where they've they've redshirted everyone. Twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Punt year, and then we'll know for sure on Sunday when they take on Michigan State. I guess unless he yeah. doesn't wrestle against Michigan and then does mm-hmm. against yeah. Michigan State. Um, but he he was listed or is listed on the probables, so you got to think at least start in one of these. And I think we see him kind of for the, the reasons Ben listed that if he's the guy, he's the guy. Use him right now. I think we've talked a yeah. little bit about it in the past, and it's two fun matches for him. Starting yes. with uh, Friday night, Will Luan, number six. I made Luan a point and a half favorite. 
Um, I feel like he's going to win by one. <laughs> right? Like, uh, what did yeah, Shane say yesterday? Although he did just lose to So that, that's a tough call because he also lost to Saldate last mm-hmm. week. Which is unusual because yeah. we don't see Luan, I feel like, really get upset that often. Um, no, that, it's pretty rare. He doesn't beat maybe the, the top-tier guys, but he also doesn't lose to, to guys he's yeah. not supposed to lose to. Pretty, pretty consistent. So that was surprising. Now, is, is that a tough matchup for a guy like Haynes? You know, a guy who can really slow the pace down and win loves. What did Shane say yesterday? He's never met a 3-2 match. He didn't want to kiss mm-hmm. on the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, I'm, well, we're going to start 25-0. We're going to go that one first. Let's, let's do that one first, and, and then we'll, we'll go back up. I'm going to go Haynes because I get, I get the Luan one-point victory plus any type of Haynes win. I get that. So yep. I'm going I'm going Levi Haynes covers. I think that that was my logic too. <laughs> hmm. If it was a pick, I, I would lean Luan, but with I the agree. point and a half and the fact that – remember, was it Will Luan Remember that, that we when we math? counted how many, how many one-point victories Will Luan had? It, it was mm-hmm. one-point matches, win or lose – like yes, some, like it was over nine half of them or something like yeah, over half of his matches it. are one point matches. And I think it was yeah. how many times does he score like three points? In a yeah, match that was that was yeah, what we yeah. did. Is how many times did he score three points last year? And it was like yeah. more than half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, he's kind of broken away from that though, uh, but not to uh, not to the positive for him, more to the negative actually. Because um, hold on, I'm, I'm going to go to his wrestle stat because he lost the big match to. Which he got wiped, and I didn't like. Uh, to Scott. oh my gosh, Ed Scott. And then there's a few other ones where he gave up a ton of points. Oh, he lost nine five to Kendall Coleman. Also, mm-hmm. um, he does have so he does love giving away two points though because he won four two over Choi Nation, <laughs> three two over Sincere Bailey, three two over Kale Swenson, eight two over Tommy Eski, eight two over Luca Wick. Yeah, dang. I think he's gonna get back to his roots this weekend. Couple yes. three one decisions, three one. Yeah, that, that I'm going three two. He doesn't write him for him. Yeah. All right. All right. CP says he's got uh, Levi straight up. Straight up. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a definite possibility that I don't think Levi's the favorite if they were betting. No, no, for sure. That's why I made Luan a point and a half. Um, yeah. Christian's he's having fun in the chat. He says. Is he yeah, in the Facebook chat or he's not Facebook, YouTube, right? Facebook, yeah. I don't think he goes on YouTube. Um, he says, uh, you guys went, you know, went on about Levi being a title contender and then pick him to lose to Luan. I didn't pick him says, to lose. Says you guys are Listen, listen well, carefully. First of all, I, I just picked him. Second of all, I just said at this point with the data we have, you have to talk about him. I said he's not my pick to win a title. I said he is in contention. And Will Luan was also, the number one ranked wrestler. Going into this year at this weight, so a one point match. Although Christian, that Christian needs help with this listening miss. comprehension. JD, maybe yes. we can send you a class before he gets back. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> in here, lying uh, to people in the chat. All right, other lines for for this duel: one thirty three RBY versus Dylan Ragson. Five and a half points for Roman Bravo Young. Ragson coming off another uh, rocky, an upset as man. well. He guys asked what about Rayvon Foley. RBY is trying to bonus people this week. RBY. Yep. I'm going. This week. This RBY year. RBY as well. well. This week. This week is within this year, so it does count. But this year, he's trying to bonus people. You know, him and Spencer Lee are the only 
two Division One wrestlers with uh, 100% bonus rate so far this season. Very impressive. Man, I was at the... Uh, at, RBY for Hunch? Maybe. I was at the, the Penn State-Michigan duel last year, and Regison was doing everything he could to not get bonused, and he still lost 8-1. to one. Um, That's not yeah. a bonus. I know. It's not a bonus, but that's a good mm. that's a good line. I think I think you go with the uh, the over there. They've wrestled, I want to say, three times in the past, and it's been like seven points, seven points, and four points, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's kind of how I came up with the five and a half point line. I think it's a good line. This match at one forty nine, also very interesting. Because we've got another young gun at Penn State, Shane Van Ness, young taking gun. on Chance Lamer. I gave mm. Van Ness two and a half points. All right, I was thinking I like I like Van Ness as a favorite. Um, there's one thing that worries me about Chance Lamer, and I had remembered this uh, in that he lost thirteen to two to Jackson Arrington, yeah. uh, the Cliff Keen. Um, besides that, he's been pretty damn good. He beat Real Budo, close one with Parco. Um, looked relatively good against Gomez last week. Like, I mean, very wild. Got but got a couple third period takedowns. So I think I'm gonna go with Lamer, but I'm not. I don't feel good about it. This one I, I've gone back and forth on. CP went Lamer as well. Vanessa really doesn't have the offense to put up a whole lot of points. Like Arrington, he's definitely not going to put up, um, was it 13 that Arrington put up on Lamer, unless yeah. he can go feet to back on Lamer. But even then, you know, he would have to do that multiple times without yeah. getting the fall. It feels like a two point victory situation for Van Ness. For me, Arrington's been having a really solid year. Actually, sorry to not to get too far out of topic, but he, he lost. He's lost five times, but it's been Milner, Parco, yeah. Milner, uh, Real Budo, and Thomas. I mean, that's a that's kind of a good slate. Good. He's got a big match Friday night with Henson too. Ooh, big match of freshman. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, uh, we'll get. Did to they that ever wrestle in high school? A little bit. I, I don't think so. No, yeah, I don't think so. I asked David that yesterday, and he said he couldn't find couldn't find anything. I'll go. I'll go Van Ness to cover. Um, I, I similar to you though. I, I do not feel confident. Yeah, in this, that pick. This is a match. No that, confidence. This is if you were putting like real money on this match, I just wouldn't do it. I like wouldn't bet Lamer because of his like variance, and you haven't like really seen him enough. There's a lot of variance. To where, yeah, it's like some of us are degenerates, so we need to give one everything <laughs> all the time. Well, it's like he tech it's falls. True. He tech falls real Budo and then gets majored by Arrington. It's like, what do you? I think those more real Budo's performance yeah, in Vegas. I think that was, that was more of an outlier. I don't know. Um, he's a wild card, especially like I think he's pulling some good weight and against somebody like Van Ness, it could. Van Ness needs to develop like a go-to leg attack. That's true. That's, yeah. Yes. In my that's opinion, that that's what worries me that he's not going to be able to get. Multiple takedowns. If you want to win by three plus points, you need to get multiple takedowns on yeah. a guy. If you're not going to turn them, and you know, relying on a whip over or Metzger or something like yep. that against really good guys, you're probably just not going to get that multiple times in the same match. Now, in in his last match, uh, we did see him shooting a little more, but he wasn't able to convert them the shots to takedowns. So, yeah. Hopefully, for for my sake, that changes. 
Friday night. And that brings us to the big match of the entire duel. I hope they start at 125, so we end at 285 because it's number one versus number two. Greg Kirkfleet versus Mason Paris. Oh, man. Kirkfleet, a point-and-a-half favorite. I think I always have the inclination to pick Mason Paris, but I believe that's a bad choice, and that's not. And that's the choice in this rivalry, Kirkfleet has won the past him, right? two or three. But Mason so Pierce was hurt. He beat him six one and five three. Uh six one NCAA is five three at Big Tens. Does he beat him in the duel last year also? I don't see that. And then he beat him the year Kirkley was hurt, eleven three. Well we got no injury rumors this year, so apparently they're both healthy. Um uh, F it. Let's go Mason Paris. I really have – I think Kirk wins, but I could definitely see it being a one-point victory. <clears throat> this is 50-50 toss-up yes. for me. Um, will Kirk Fleet be up by one point late and Mason Paris shoot himself <laughs> into a go-behind? Possible. possible. I'm also going to go Kirk knowing that there's a possibility he wins by two in overtime. Yeah. Uh Facundo, Facundo, me and Christian's talking about in the Facebook chat. It's a good match, but it, guys, it's not going to be that exciting. Both these guys are more defensive than offensive. I think it's going to be a 3-2 somewhere in there. Which Four, is going to be two, one. more of a snooze fest? Bo Bartlett, Cole Matten, or Facundo, Kim Amin? Uh, I say Facundo Amin. Facundo, Facundo could, could hit a fancy duck. Potential. This is the uh, the old high school rival- rivalry, uh, Davison Catholic Central. Oh, really? They wrestled those guys wrestled in high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Facundo had to win because he was always number one, right? Facundo won uh, in the state finals. Amin won at the uh, at the Catholic Central invite. Oh, they split. They split. Oh, now that you say that, okay. I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah it was kind that. of a, a controversial. I, Kim Amin wasn't on my radar as much and mm-hmm. then but Facundo was being you know like a top five guy and then yeah. he beat Facundo yeah. yeah it was like a controversial ending uh it was like ride outs that kind of thing and in mm-hmm. Amin's like home gym um it was a fun match oh I think match. I've I think I watched that video actually now that you say that mm-hmm. yeah is there any hope for Michigan in this duel let's see they, they could win tw- they'll probably 25. win 25 not gonna win 33 I think it's really hard. Probably, uh, Wrestling Pirate on, put 27 not. to 6 on Twitter last night, and Shane Sparks didn't want to hear none of it. <laughs> but I think there's uh, – he said he said Michigan was 25 in heavyweight, was what Pirate said. I feel like they got a chance at – not a great chance, 49, 57, 65, and maybe even 41 they have chances. I don't know. You know, I yeah. think I would not label them as a favorite, maybe in only one of those matches, but they have a chance. So you give them a chance in five, but every domino has to fall their way, plus a big-time yes. upset with some bonus points. Yes. Um, yeah, because I think it's likely to get bonus at 97, and I think there's a possibility to get bonus at 33 also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got bonus even at um, 74. Yeah. I know Strachey doesn't bonus a whole lot, but I could see him getting getting some backs mm-hmm. against Max Mailer. Yeah, you're right. He could he could definitely bonus there for sure. 
All right, let's move Throck on. Throck has got decent. But I mean, he's not a bonus machine, but I feel like he has a decent bonus percentage. Let me let me look. Oh, yeah. bro, he's eighty-seven point five percent. Turning it up. His only non-bonus besides obviously All Star, which is not included in WrestleStat, would be Julian Broderson. He has bonus every other person he has wrestled. So take it back, JD. All right, all right, I take it back. Sorry, Carter. All right. Your bonus point machine. He's probably likely to get bonus then. Yeah. Onward to our ACC duel of the week. Virginia Tech versus NC State Friday night. I I wish, it's kind of unfortunate actually that this duel is taking place at the same time as Michigan-Penn State. It's great if, you know, you've got family priorities and stuff and you only have limited time. Mm-hmm. But... This duel deserves to kind of be, uh, I feel like, in its own slot. Um, and it'll get overshadowed yeah. a little bit by the national audience um, that's going to more focus on Penn State, Michigan. But it's going to be a tremendous duel. It's it's really turned into one of my favorite duels every year. Um, only it really two... is a, it's a really good duel. I mean, up top to bottom, it's fun matches. Yeah. S- some of them aren't uh, as highly ranked. We've only got two here in the pickums, but we can go through some of the other ones as well. The first pickum. Caleb Henson versus Jackson Arrington gave Henson two and a half points. Is that too much? Uh, yes, I think that's too much. Arrington, Going Arrington, he's not as much of the gunslinger he was in high school, but he's still got a little bit of that in him. And Henson is so tough, you know. I'm afraid he might shoot himself into a couple go behinds or scrambles that Henson wins, which leads to, you know, like a yeah, two or three sure. takedowns versus Arrington maybe only getting one. Um, yeah. CP I mean, went Henson. Uh, I just read his record. Uh, he, he's he got five losses, but all of them were to someone who is, like, really good. Um, Henson's been really good. He's right He's right in that ballpark of all those other guys I mentioned. Um, but besides that, uh, Arrington's beat a lot of tough dudes this year. And since we're giving two and a half points, I'm going Arrington. Yeah, but I mean, he did lose by six points. He got pinned by Yaya. Mm-hmm. Only lost by three to Parco. Lost by six again to Milner. Yeah, come on. So it does make me want to go the other way a little bit, huh? I know. I think I'm going to go Henson. <clears throat> I went against Henson last week. I, I he obviously sorry, came back. Um and one against Milner, so I actually don't... picked. I was the only one that picked Henson last week, and you guys are some Henson homers. Um, I picked against him last week. Christian picked against him for sure last week. Yeah, he you guys did. Both picked Milner. I know we both picked uh, Milner. Who do Christian, Christian had to pick Henson this one yet? Yeah, yeah right, he cool. he went Henson this time around. Came to his senses. The other um, pick him from this duel. I went with. Number three, Trent Hadley versus number six, Hunter Boldland gave Hadley a point and a half. That seems fair. Remember that, remember that one year where um, Boland kept beating Hadley? That yes. was weird. Yeah, the the rivalry is gone. Boland won the first three, and then Hadley's won the last two. But they've all been either so three well. three one or two one decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean that's one where it's like Boland just not nearly as good as he had been previously, but it's likely still going to be close because Boland just has the recipe and and 
Hydley can't doesn't never kicks his butt. You know what? And um, I, as I look at Bowen's wrestle stat, he's kind of back better than he was last year. So he's only lost two matches this year: a three-two to Caleb Romero and a four-two to Caleb Romero. And those are his only losses. Um, he doesn't have any really really good wins besides he beat Romero at the Cliff Keen also, and then he lost it. Uh, sorry, he beat Lenny Pinto. So not any like huge big wins. Uh, but last year, remember, he lost to all kinds of people. He lost to the Maryland kid. He lost to Jonathan Lowe. Um, and then he lost to Gavin King. That was a shocker to me. So I'm going to go. It's only a point and a half. Can we, if we made it two and a half, I would go Bowling. One and a half, I'm going Hydley. One and a half, you're going Hydley? Hydley's yes. across the board. Hydley's uh, across the there, board. There's a high probability. This is one point match, but... Could hardly get it done in overtime. Yes, or he could he could just win three to one or something like that. Um and I wouldn't be surprised. So I'm going Hydley as well. Some other uh those are the only pickums from this duel, but it's worth well, kind of so running wait, down hold on. the matches. Who does um who does NC State have at thirty three? Arini, that'll be a good that'll be a fun match. Yep, Arini and really two... So oh, Adonian's not going, do we know that? I don't know, but I, I think it's safe to say Indonian will not be wrestling. It'll probably yeah, be Ed Scott versus be... Clayton Olray. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean that's still that's still a competitive match. Um, well, there's there's a lot of competitive matches that are kind of toss ups, which makes this duel extra yes. fun. To even just some of them aren't as highly ranked, which is why they didn't get included in the pickums. But like 125, Jarrett Trombley versus Eddie Ventresca. Ventresca mm, a favorite, yeah. but would it be shocking if Trombley won? No. Hey, I know I asked this before, but is Camacho coming back this year? Uh, I don't think so. He tore his ACL. Okay. Um. So I don't know for sure that he's not coming back, but I. It sounded I like Pat Pop. He's like he he's going to be cleared to wrestle uh, any like any week now. He'll be cleared, but at this point, does it really make sense to pull his reg? Like that's kind of right. like the conversation that he had was like, yeah, he's going to be ready to go, but. Are you going to be able to perform at a level yeah. that makes it worth not getting a medical redshirt this year? Yeah. So it sounded like they were leaning towards medical redshirt. Yeah. Got it. So Ventresca, Trombley, 25. Latona, Orini at 133. Crook versus Jack is fun at 41-2. Um, Jack won 8-2 when they met earlier in the year. But I think Tom Crook, as, as just a freshman, has gotten better. As the season's gone on, that that one could definitely be closer. We mentioned yeah. 49 and 57. 65. 65 will be competitive. They're both about the same yep. level. Yep. Connor Brady versus Cates. Uh, that's another toss-up. 74, obviously. Guys, it would I be w- a huge upset. I wonder if we could see Singleton at... Um, 65? At, some, at 65. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He wrestled there. He wrestled in a couple early. <clears throat> yeah, he wrestled there uh, at the... Collegiate duels. Um, he looked. He looked fine. Um, but uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Give me one second. Uh, Connor Brady's actually been having a pretty solid year. Like him and K- I, I would think he'd probably be the favorite over Cates. Yeah, he yeah. would. He's he's lost to like all the top guys at yeah, 65. Keegan, Shane Griffith, Shane, Julian Ramirez, Carson Karchla. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. We've got Owen second right good, now. Not great. Yeah. Ogan Sanyas is only like uh, not the best, 
but he just wrestles. Yeah, he wrestles tough. I, yeah, he'd be the favorite, I think, regardless. But I think Singleton's yeah. kind of the curveball. He still has the um, the date to wrestle. Uh, he hasn't hit his yeah. five yet, and I think maybe he's got more upside than than Cates. Uh, Seventy four, Makai is going to be a huge favorite. Obviously, we talked about eighty four, ninety seven. Trumbull versus Andy Smith. Trumbull's always fun because he could definitely lose this match, or he could go out there and get sixteen <laughs> points. He's all over the place. You never know yes. what happens. <laughs> yes, and then could come down to heavyweight, where it's Owen Treffen versus Hunter Kaka, which will be another close one. Those two have split in the past. So, going to be a fun duel. Yeah, a, Spay will be on really, the um, call. Actually, we've got uh, we have the audio rights for that one. So, if you just want to listen to that, you can. Oh, got family, you got family stuff going on. Put the earbuds in. <laughs> Put yeah. a Bluetooth in. Yeah, that's right. We'll also be watch partying. Um, Christian and I Friday night. So, if you want to wait, be a Christian's coming back to work. Yep, I think see. he's on a plane right now. So, oh. we're putting him to work tomorrow night. Um. Wow, that would be good to get him back to work. Um. The only match, the only match in here that is not, uh, like competitive in my opinion is Makai. The nine out of ten yeah. are going to be. That's awesome. I mean, that's like exactly what you want to duel. Like nine out of ten, you don't really know who the winner is going to be when you're going into it. Mm-hmm. Well, and then the curveball with Makai is that he didn't look all that great in his last match. Um, yeah, he just he almost Will lost Miller. to Will Miller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but then he won. But then he won. But, you know, I, we might have had some swipes <laughs> it might have, there. It might have taken a couple, swi- a couple non-erroneous yeah. swipes. Yeah. A couple Not erroneous, erroneous non-swipes. But I don't, I don't think we're going to see that out of back-to-back. It would be extra electric if we saw it in this duel. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that's also why duels are so great because a lot of those matches we went through, they're not exactly highly ranked um, opponents. You know, they're in the 20s, 30s, or not ranked. But it makes them incredibly important if, yes. if you saw those matches at a tournament you wouldn't even take the time to watch them but probably not we'll be locked into them friday night because because yes. they matter uh, i agree duels are fun maybe we should do a dual national championship <laughs> <laughs> oh you want to talk about it great idea uh, <laughs> um actually kaylin his uh media day uh this week was talking about why uh, wrestling's a great team sport, and it, it kind of speaks to duels as well. That um, every guy has the same opportunity to score the same number of points yes. out there, um, or give up the same number of points. It's not like you know, in in a football game where you know the quarterback can really just take over the game, or yes. basketball where a guard can just take over the game and score a bunch of points. No, you have your max. Number of points that, that you literally can't score, and it's the same for all 20 guys that step out on the mat. I saw a Nelson Brand's quote last night. Let me see if I can find it on Twitter, where someone said, he said, not a team sport, but it is a team sport, but it's not. Did you see this? Uh, I did not see this. Damn it. Where did that go? I mean, How I guess I it, it's it? kind of true, I guess. It, it is an individual sport, but it's also a team sport. <laughs> Dang it, I can't find it. This is the way he said it was really funny. And yeah. uh, uh there Tyler, is. I can't it. find it. Cody Goodwin. Oh, you got Cody it? Got Hold out. on. Get it up on the screen. He's got it. He's got it on the screen. I don't know if you can see it on yours, but wrestling. It's not a team sport. It's a team sport. 
but it's not a team sport. That's true. <laughs> so awesome. If you're the guy, you have to be the guy, or else you're not going to be the guy. That's how it's going to be. Tremendous. Wow. A, a true wordsmith. <laughs> It's like, so awesome. Yeah. Good little, good little explainer there for all the non-wrestling fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> also Friday night, Illinois versus Northwestern, the premier highly ranked matchup in that duel, 133. Lucas Bird versus Chris Cannon. Give Bird two and a half points. And you know what? I'm picking him to cover. Hmm. I have yeah. not been as impressed with Cannon as I have been in the past. Um, Lucas Bird has also been a little up and down this year, but yeah, I mean uh, Northwestern really rounded into form as they got into the postseason last year. They they didn't. I remember watching. I don't know which duel they during the season. There was one duel I watched. I'm like, oh, they're not very good. And then when they had the performances at Big Tens and NCAs, I was like, wow, I'm actually really impressed because I watched them this year and I didn't think they were very good. Um. So I'm going to say that's what's going to happen to Chris Cannon. He's going to round into form. Um, he has one. He's going to round into in form tonight or come February, March. Yep. He, he's, he's starting to move, starting to move in that direction. And given the fact that you give him bird two and a half points, I'm going Cannon. All right. Does it change your mind at all, knowing that Lucas oh. Bird is four and zero against Chris Cannon? What's his average margin of victory? Mm. One point six points. Three points, six points. Oof. That, yeah, that, that makes me ner- <laughs> a little nervous. Makes me a little nervous there. Yeah. I've made my pick. I'm going with Chris Cannon. You lucked it in. UNCP both went Cannon. So I'm feeling I'm feeling real good about that one. <laughs> that one's tomorrow night, 7 p.m.? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember exactly what time. Uh, I think you have Eastern times on here. because I, I do uh, have Eastern UNC- times yes. in the dock. So that one starts at 7 p.m. Central, Correct. yes. Probably BTN Plus, but I don't know that yeah. for sure. All right. Wisconsin and Purdue goes down Friday night. The premier match in that duel, 125, Eric Barnett versus Matt Ramos. Barnett trying to uh, get back. Um, I'm going to say Barnett after a tough loss. This one just to pick him. Does he get back? You're saying yes? I'm saying yes. I mean, the the other thing I'm thinking when I pick Barnett on this one is um, Ramos comes out with the head of steam, but he was really bad on bottom against Noah Certain, and Barnett can be really tough on top. For that reason, I am going Barnett as well. I think a lot of the public is going to be swaying by the first period he had against Spencer Lee, and they're going to be feeling good about that. I'm guessing that's why CP went with Ramos. I think Ramos is really tough. He's going to be an All-American contender. I just I think Barnett's really tough, and he had a bad performance against Medley, a very unlike him performance. And I, I think he's actually yes. a pretty tough, pretty tough wrestler. So I th- I think he he get he's able to avoid getting tossed to his back or, or stepped over. Ramos has a really nice. Uh, like hip in pressure, step over when a guy shoots a high crotch on him. So if Barnett can avoid that position, I, yeah. I think he gets it done. I think Eric Barnett finds a way to get it done. All right. And then maybe uh, the second biggest duel or the biggest, depending on who you are, maybe third biggest duel of the weekend, Friday night, 
Iowa versus Nebraska. We talked a lot about it yesterday, so we don't need to rehash kind of all the details of this duel, but we will put in our pickums. I picked 125 and 41 um, for lines from this duel. <laughs> 125, Spencer Lee, Liam Cronin, 14.5 point line. And I'm going Spencer. I love it. I'm going Spencer. We all win Spencer. <laughs> CP went Spencer too. He's he, he he's full form this year. He's locked in. Um, I think he he probably bonuses his way through NCAs. I think he goes 100 percent this season. There's a chance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he does. I saw the line below with um with uh Eric Barnett, and I'm gonna say he he Eric Barnett stays in the match, does not get terminated. Um. But I think he will get majored. Now, Real Woods, Brock Hardy, Woods, point and a half. I know what I'm doing here. Real Woods. I'm going Woods as well. Um, CP went Hardy. I would love to hear his explanation. He, I mean, we can probably tell you in a minute or something. I know he's been in the chat. No, he's out He's out of the chat. He's out. He said he's, he uh, went wheels up. He's wheels up, so we can be uncensored now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there is a chance I think start. Real Woods wins this one like he does the match against Swiderski by one point, three Ooh, to two. Chance. There's a chance, but I think it is more likely there's a little bit more action in this one. Real wasn't able to get a takedown in that match. I think he is able to get a takedown in this match. So Real Woods wins it by two or more, in my opinion. What do you think, Kozak? How do you see this one playing out? I don't know. I, I think... <laughs> No, I think I agree with all that you said. Um, I I might lean Hardy just because of how tired Real Woods got. Um, that does make me nervous. That makes me a little bit tank. nervous. I think he could just ride for. I think he can get a takedown and ride for a while. Mm-hmm. He he's really good on top. Yeah. Yes. According to Shane, too, Hardy probably has a top tier gas tank. Yeah. <laughs> so does Real Woods, probably if you ask Shane. Yeah. <laughs> they all do. <laughs> exactly. All right, that's it for uh, Friday night, big Friday night. Like I said, Spay will be on the audio call for Virginia Tech and C-State, and CP and I will be here in the studio. Watch Parton if you want to hop in and chat and get a second screen viewing experience. Fast forward to Sunday, Penn State uh, is taking on Michigan State, I believe, um, on the road. I thought that was Saturday. Pretty sure that's Sunday. All right, I'm going to fact check me. I want to fact check you, son. Oh. Yeah, fact check me. Bring it. Okay. I think it's Sunday afternoon. Why would they ever have a duel on Sunday afternoon? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's Sunday. Yeah, oh, it. it's Sunday afternoon. Son of a gun. I don't know why I thought it was. I thought they went Saturday, back to back Saturday, Sunday. My it bad. is early, though. It's it's at like um like noon 1 our time, I want to say. Yeah, so 1 p.m. 1, 1 Eastern, Eastern our time, or Central. 1 p.m. Eastern. Noon Central. Noon Central. Boom. Boom goes dynamite. Match from that one to uh, hone in on 157. If we see it, I hope we see it. I hope Levi Haynes is the guy versus Chase Oldate, who's coming off hot. Big weekend um, for the California native. But I still gave Levi three and a half points. Hmm. I'm going Saldate covers that because Levi Haynes, while he's been an ass kicker in a few of these matches, there's been a few matches where he has, um, you know, wrestled guys who I didn't think were that great, kind of close. So like the Danny Nini from 
Yeah, Bear Claw, Danny Ninny from North Carolina, that was 4-1. The West Point kid was 7-4. Is a lot of those close matches came early, and lately he's been putting up more points. No, Ninny was at the um, uh, Clinch Duels. Because I remember, because he killed Corbin Munson. I'm like, oh my God, you know, wow, that was really impressive. And then the next match was against North Carolina. And it was it was competitive, and I didn't think the North Carolina kid was that good. So, yeah, I was, I was kind of surprised by that. So Date, he can be prone to uh, getting beat um, by by more than three and a half points. All of his losses right. this year are to are by four or more. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah. So, for that reason. I'm not confident in it, but I am going Haynes, agreeing with CP. Agree. Okay, we've got Minnesota versus Purdue uh, as well after that on Sunday. Patrick McKee versus Matt Ramos. I gave McKee a point and a half. Interesting. There is hmm. no way this is a one point match. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. It's impossible unless it's like sixteen fifteen. And um, well, I'm gonna go Ramos because I did not like how Pat McKee looked against uh, Liam Cronin. But that sometimes that's what Patrick McKee does. He makes you think he's not very good, and then he comes back and he'll maybe he'll beat him by like twelve. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> what makes me nervous is he didn't wrestle at Scuffle. He didn't wrestle. I believe it was against Northwestern. And then he came back and didn't look great in his last match. So there could be an injury going on or something there. I'm not for sure. It seems like that might be the case, which makes me very nervous. I think Ramos is really tough. Um, You just – Pat McKee, you never know. Like if I knew I was going to get good Pat McKee, I would say he wins by five points. You know what you're going to (laughs) get. So I want to put – Money down on McKee, but then part of me also thinks Ramos. Everybody else went Ramos. I'll go Ramos too. Um, maybe Pat McKee will make me look foolish, but yeah, yeah I haven't like um, I haven't liked what I've seen from Pat McKee slash haven't seen because he's been sitting out um, since Christmas break. So now he did come back on Sunday. And wrestled Tristan Luan after the Cronin loss, so that's a good, a good sign, somewhat. Well, it's good. He, I mean, yeah, but he wrestled before that too and lost. And Tristan Luan's not a top twenty guy. But. Right. I'm just saying, like, if he was a little dinged up, like, it's not anything worse than what he had going into the, the Cronin match. You know, like they didn't sit him out yes. after. That's true, but yeah, maybe, maybe I'm putting too much weight in that. And maybe Cronin. Um, it's just we'll really see Friday night. We, we'll see. We'll see Friday night. Iowa then um, takes on Wisconsin Sunday night. Spencer Lee versus no, Eric Barnett. Sunday afternoon, right? Or Sunday night afternoon. Night. Yeah, sorry. Um, Spencer Lee versus Eric Barnett once again made the the line fourteen and a half, and I. CP went Spencer. Ben's going Barnett. I've gone back and forth. My initial thought was Spencer. 
And then I hearing you talk earlier it kind of made me think Spencer about like a huge major. Like eleven, twelve, somewhere in there. Yeah. And so I, I think I'm I'm gonna rock with, with Barnett on this one. You know what's pretty wild is Barnett's in his fourth year and he's I don't think he's, uh, he's been twenty five every year and so Spencer. He's never wrestled Spencer. They, I don't think they ever wrestled, right? No. No, they have not. Crazy. Yeah, I, I was surprised when I was doing the homework for this line as well. Another mm. fun one in that duel: Austin Gomez versus Max Mirren. Oh my Kevin God! Gomez. You got Jack Medley beat uh, Eric in his uh, first year. I did not realize that. I didn't realize that either. That probably wow. wasn't uh, quite as surprising then, right? Uh, no, because Barnett was not very very good. That that was his true freshman year, and he was twenty one and eleven, so he wasn't nearly that good next year was really the year in 2021 that um he had like a decent year but not great and then he just got hot at ncas and got on the podium yeah 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 149 austin gomez versus max Mirren. gomez two and a half points i kind of like Mirren here uh only and i need to go i need to go look it up i should i, I should like Sometimes, a few times, I've looked at these lines and done my research beforehand. I don't think Murin gets beat. Look at he's got two point loss and one uh, one point and two point loss this year. Oh, he did get whooped by Milner last year. But then he's got three point loss, two point loss, one point loss, two point loss. Overtime, overtime. Mike Van Brill beat him up. That was a weird one. That big tens. He didn't he? It came out he had like mono. Yeah, that something weekend, not good that weekend. Or, or something like that. Fastle pinned him. Before that, overtime to Chad Red. Two points to Mitch McKee. Four points to Chad Red. He just doesn't lose by a lot very often. I'm about to say Max Buren keeps it close. I, I think there's the a very, very small chance that he wins, but I think there's a good chance that he keeps it close. I'm not confident in it. But I'm predicting a Gomez two-point victory. I'm pretty confident in Gomez winning, but I could definitely see him winning by... Yeah, I think Gomez is like 90% to win. Three or four, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that, that seems right. Um, Gomez could just Last come out and Last one, some crazy baby. Stuff. I just saw who CP picked. Most of them I have not been looking. Yep, it's Patrick Kennedy versus Dean Hamidi. I'm giving Hamidi two and a half points. CP's going Kennedy. He's going Kennedy. Yeah, I saw that, and my initial feeling is Hamidi. Car, car beat up on him. I'm going to go Hamidi. I'm going Hamidi as well. Although I, I have been surprised with, um, with Kennedy this year. He's been better than I thought he was going to be. Right, but in. what may, what actually makes you think that? Because, uh, I mean, the win over Broadnagle would be, I think, the one thing you point to. But the Mayfield win wasn't impressive. And the only other guy he wrestled that was decent was um, David Carr. And he kind of got his butt kicked. That's true. Um, Lucas Ravano has just some been potential, the... but he's 13-9 and nine this year on a not medium good schedule. Yeah, but I guess, yeah. Outside of the Mayfield match, he's been putting up bonus on yeah. a lot of these guys. Maybe I am putting look I am still going Hamity for for this weekend, but maybe just in my um prognosis of Kennedy, I put too much on beating up on <laughs> lower level well, who guys. Is, 
Who is uh, Kennedy going to have Friday night? I know you already said this, but I'm blanking. Cronin? Bubba Wilson. Wilson, yeah. So Bubba Wilson. So, I mean, that'll be a good indicator because Wilson's like good, not great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a stretch. So he'll have Bubba Wilson, Hamidi, Facundo, Sparks. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, so you're going to figure out kind of the sheets. next five matches. You're going to have a really good, should, you should have a, some of these like McKee, you don't know because they're just all over the place, but mm-hmm. I think we should probably have a really good idea where he stacks up the next five matches. Yeah. Does Kennedy get a win mm-hmm. against Hamity, Amin, or Facundo? Kennedy, mm-hmm. uh, Facundo would be the one. Yeah, I would agree. And he beat him at what? Who's number one? Yeah, but I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say he gets one. But which one? Are you picking him like, uh, like if you go head to head against all three of those th- guys? Do you pick pick him in any he's, or are you just saying? He's the underdog. No, he's the underdog against all of them. But it's one of those things where it's like, 20% chance, 20% chance. Yeah, yeah, it's like that he gets one of he those. He's got to get one. That's true. And especially if we just saw Amin lose. Yep. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. That would probably be the first 0-3 stretch of his wrestling career. And like, Who, Pat ever. Kennedy? Yeah. Or, yeah, in a very, very, very long time. <laughs> Since like elementary school mm-hmm. or something. So it would be interesting to see if he did do that, how he could respond. Yeah. Um, or no, he'll he'll have um sparks in between there. In, in between there, so that's definitely a match he should win. So he wouldn't go over. It wouldn't be a a three run stretch. Three in there, a row, yeah. At least you know he could win over Andrew Shane Sparks. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. That's it. We did it. Those are uh, all. That was the a picks. lot of picks. I know you got. I know what you're trying to do, JD. You guys are trying to make up ground, do a lot of picks, so you can, you know, so you can try to make up ground on me. Hey, it's just a good weekend in wrestling. All those matches. I'm gonna, are I'm gonna gain. I'm gonna gain, baby. Whatever, whatever you say. <laughs> like I said, uh, link in the description to this episode. Uh, if you want to play the contest as well, it's pretty easy. It just takes, you know, thirty seconds when when you're putting in the picks. Um, before we get to questions. It's not just college wrestling this uh, weekend. We've got the Henry DeGlane this weekend, and the USA is uh, setting a pretty decent roster. Um, some of our some really good guys. Seriano is going to be in the mix. Um, Nashawn Garrett, DeSanto. You know, I'll just read down um, the uh, the roster here. We've also got mm-hmm. Pentelio, uh, Cody Chittum. Rich Lovett, Pat Lugo, Anthony Ashnall, Evan Henderson, Kalodzik, um, Colin Pierrington, Vincenzo Joseph, Josh Shields, Evan Wick, Alex Marinelli, Taylor Lujan, Owen Webster, Eric Schultz, J.L.O., Jaden Cox, Morgan Smith, Christian Lance on the men's freestyle side of things. So a, a lot of good names to watch in there. I don't think the uh, the international field is great. No. There, there's a ranking series tournament next weekend, so you got to imagine um, more of the big yep. guns internationally will probably show up. I think up. it's in two, week, two weeks. Two, two weeks, excuse First me. First weekend of February. Um, Iran's supposed to send Croatia, really, right? Zagreb. Zagreb. Yep. Iran's supposed to send, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of their team there. Um, I think we could see Yazdani there. Um, I think Zare, as well as a couple other guys. 
Um, I think the big story this weekend will be like the matches that USA wrestles against one another. So you could have like DeSanto and uh, Nishan um, with Lovett and Chidham against Pantelio. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Chenzo looks again at 74. He didn't look the best he has at the World Cup. So I want to see him again. Um, Marinelli and Wick at 79. Uh, and then Jaden at 97, I think, is uh, is, oh, is yeah. interesting um, to see him there. And I think he's going to commit to that this year. So I think this weekend it's like seeing the USA guys back again. Um, they I, I don't know. I put in the doc there's like some off-brand Russians there. And it's like – off-brand like, Russians. I want to know what you meant by that. It's like it's guys who are wrestling for like France and uh, Belgium who have like well, Russian. A lot of those guys are actually um, French. Yes. Yeah. But like their parents are refugees. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, but they were like either born or moved very young and live and train there. Mm-hmm. They're not. I grew up in Dagestan, couldn't make the team, and now I go over here. Yeah. Type guys. Yeah, so they're guys who are, like, they've been on, like, cadet or junior teams, but never have, like, really done much of anything. So it should, the story should just be USA guys versus USA guys, how that plays out. So There we go. Be fun to watch. I think it starts early, um, early Saturday, or, yeah, early Saturday morning. Um, Our time. Our time. I think it's, whatever, three in the morning or so. Um, But then you can, you can go, we'll embed... We'll embed the uh, streams. They're just on YouTube. So we'll embed them in an article and you should be able to find them on Flow Wrestling. I'm excited to see the the Hawkeye Wrestling Club guys. Marinelli uh, had a really good showing um, at the Feral. He beat uh, McFadden um, at the Feral. So they could see each other again. Chittum will be at 70 along with, you know, Ridge Lovett and Pentaleo. Those, those are two shame. potential really fun matches. And then you've got DeSanto at 6-1. You know, he could see yep. Nashon, um and Shelton Mack. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's another thing to keep an eye on. Like Kozak said, we'll be having coverage of articles and whatnot. So it's always freestyle season here at Flow Wrestling. Yeah, Always. All right, we got a couple questions we can close out the show on. I think we get this one every couple times every year, but it, it's yeah. always fun for me to talk about. From Adam Coppolo, saying that right? What's a city you'd like to see host NCAs in the future? I got my answer. What's your answer? Kansas City, and it's going to happen next yep. year. Mm-hmm. Kansas City is a I'm great one. Yep, the Power and Light District is super fun. Um, personally, I was just like going to the Midwest too. Maybe yeah, back it's to kind Omaha, of like in the middle. I think Oklahoma's not that far. Iowa's not that far. Minnesota's not that far. Missouri, you're going to have a lot. Of, Nebraska's not very far away. It's kind of like a little bit in the middle. You're going to have a lot of wrestling fans there. Mm-hmm. Um, it also kind of, I feel like, it depends on who are the good teams that year. Uh, obviously, Iowa and Penn State are probably always going to have the most well, fans yeah. um, across the country. So, like, Missouri's going to be good 2024, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's, what, like, what makes it fun um, mm-hmm. is that, like, it's in Kansas City when Missouri's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. So you know the fans are going to show up. Iowa fans are going to show up because that's not too far yeah. uh, of a drive. Um, 
So when you can get a couple really large fan bases really kind of getting after it um, and getting rowdy, that makes it fun. Um, like I said, Omaha or Des Moines, uh, just selfishly because I know mm-hmm. the cities. Um, I really wanted the football stadium in 2020. It didn't happen. That made me really sad. Minneapolis so is a good city too. Yeah, it's a fun city, and mm-hmm. luckily, most of the time by March, you don't really have to. By late March, you don't have to worry about like cold weather too much. Not um, most of the time, it's not terrible. If you wanted to do somewhere warm, I know, uh, I know one that I would like. Good uh, this year. Nowhere warm, really. There's not a lot of wrestling uh, somewhere mm-hmm. warm. So yeah. Columbus, Ohio would be a little warmer. And that's great because I'm at home of Ohio State, but then you got it's not too far from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania yeah. It's not too far mm-hmm. from Michigan. It's not awful far from the Midwest. Why do you I mean, do Columbus instead of Cleveland? Because Cleveland's cold. Cleveland's a crap hole. I <laughs> if I never go to Cleveland again in my entire life, I will not be sad. Cleveland is a dump. Yeah. Um Columbus, though, that's a nice city. Good people there. <laughs> yeah, Columbus is nice. Uh, What's your opinion on Cincinnati? Cincinnati's pretty nice, too. Dump! No! Are you serious? That's a dump. Give me a break. When was the last time you went to Cincinnati? I went there. uh, I played some disc golf a handful of years ago, and I thought this place is a dump. Yeah. Okay. Baltimore, uh... that's a dump. I'm actually going to Baltimore in a week. We're taking a youth duel to... uh, uh, Where the hell are we going? Uh, McDonough Duels. It's north north of Baltimore. But yeah, Columbus, that's a nice city. The rest of them, dumps. You just like little college towns. Yeah. Cleveland. Okay, Columbus grew up. Columbus is not a little college town. Columbus is That's gigantic. True. That that is true. That um, you know why I've been there a lot. It's it's uh it's not exactly the home of Rudis. That's where we fly into. Rudis is north in Marysville, um, which is just just north uh west of the city. So I've been there a lot for that. But um it's just like it's just nice. Like it's a nice city, a lot of new things. Yeah, it's almost a million people, JD. Okay. Okay. Not a small college town. NCAs was yeah, in Cleveland. Cleveland, on the other hand, I'm looking at the graphs right now. Columbus <laughs> is going like this. Cleveland and Cincinnati are going like this. Because they're <laughs> yeah. dumps. Yeah. Well, uh, so people. Cleveland Cleveland NCAs in twenty eighteen, I thought like the crowd was was really good. Like the maybe like the arena and the city wasn't like the best, but I thought the the crowd was like really full every session. Yeah. Felt like really fun. Whereas like um was it was it Pittsburgh the next year and even Detroit last year, it felt like uh maybe not as Really? Not as amped. I thought yeah. Pittsburgh was was great. Um Pittsburgh was good. D- D- Detroit's a dump. I mean I was like Riding my freaking bird scooter down a six lane like street with no not a car inside. I'm like, what is? Where are all the people at? What is going yeah. on right now? It's move to the three birds. o'clock on a Thursday. Yeah, well, I think a lot of that had to do with the time of the year that you're, you know, you're there. What do you um, mean time of the year? People just don't live in, in Detroit in March. You come out, come, come in like you know May, June, July. It's beautiful. People. Why are, are you getting be... defen- Why are you getting defensive in Detroit? It's a dump. There was it's nobody there. Race, I was like. <laughs> I am riding my scooter down the middle of this very large street, and there's not a car. I don't see a car this way. I don't see a car that way. What is happening? If Why is there no people here? In cold areas, I feel like March is when things really start picking up because you've been locked. You've been in the cold for you yeah know, five straight months. It was a and nice March, day. it's like you know, it's like getting in the fifties, and it's like holy cow, this feels like seventy eight. Yeah. Now, yeah. actually, it was really it was cold, cold and rainy. <laughs> it was still cold. It was still cold. Yeah. When we were there. Wait, when in Detroit? Yeah. No, I was riding my scooter around. You guys are babies. 
<laughs> you live in Austin. Soft. <laughs> um, a friend just uh, messaged me. A-, a good one. I literally don't know if wrestling fans could handle it, though. Nashville. Yeah. Nope. Couldn't handle it. Too drunk. <laughs> Winch up this session. That, Everybody that would drunk. be By Saturday morning. so drunk. So no, there'd be nobody there Saturday morning. Yeah. There'd be nobody there. Yeah, it's a nice city, though. That's a the, good city. Uh, it's on the come up. The uh, the second, you know, the later sessions, people, you know, they'd go out to the bar probably uh, in oh, between sessions and, and just lose track of time, get lost in downtown feel, Nashville, not make it back. I feel like Friday night, though, it would be – you'd just have to be there to see how the crowd would – how they would react, you know. The NCA could make CD. a lot of money, though, because they could, like, double sell tickets because you would have a lot of people no-showing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'd have a lot of wrestling fans that want to travel to, uh, to Nashville because – I'm, I'm guessing the country oh, yeah. music scene and the the uh, the wrestling fan scene is quite a uh, large overlapping Venn diagram. Yeah. Now, St. Louis, Scott Ross says St. Louis also turning into a dump. Not good. Been this, but NCAA has been there a lot. I don't know if we should go back. But a lot of times, uh, St. Louis goes pretty hard for St. Patrick's Day, and oh, which is also do. NCAAs. Yeah. So it doesn't really affect. Uh, like us, <laughs> um, but because like we're working, but it is fun to just kind of be like around there and around all the uh, the people yes. um, going out and partying out in the streets. So we could talk a lot, um, probably about that and give give out some other ones. What do you think about Vegas? Would you like it in Vegas? I don't. I don't nah, want Vegas. It wouldn't feel right. Wouldn't feel right. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. Okay, from the real Avery Lynch, where does Kyle Snyder rank as greatest U.S. wrestlers of all time? Smith Burroughs and Baumgartner didn't have Saad Jelayev in their way. Uh, yeah, we've talked getting a lot. up there, top five for sure. And you know he's going to do it another, you know, four plus years. He, he's got two more Olympics in him yep. as long as Jaden doesn't stop him. Yes, uh, we've talked a lot about it. How truly unfortunate. It is for him. Maybe not. I'm, I'm sure Kyle doesn't feel this way, but that if he doesn't have one of the greatest all-time wrestlers, period, in his way, he's got a couple more gold medals to his name, and the public views him in a very different manner. But he also did get a win over him, which is an extra mm-hmm. an extra notch in his belt. Well, and they're both not done. They're not done competing yet, too. So, so like, Sajulayev could come back. And, you know, how does that change the story if Snyder wins in, you know, 23 or 24 mm-hmm. to stop Sajulaya from getting his third uh, Olympic gold medal? So I think with, with Snyder, it's like, man, how many more medals is he going to win? How many more golds is he going to win? And this is going to be, you know, conversation by the end of his career where it's like, yeah, it's not even a question. He's, he's the best. Sajulaya out there living that champion life, too. He's partying down there in Cuba right now. You see this? <laughs> Hanging yeah. out. Um, he looks so well, small next to um, Mian Lopez. Yeah, it's Lopez. crazy. What are you guys watching in Cuba? Yeah, he's. Da- I think uh, I don't think he's there anymore. But was it last week he was down there for really for a week? Yeah. There's a picture of him and Mian Lopez together, and yeah, he you, posted it on his Instagram. You can see how big. Um, I don't Mijan look at was. Russian Instagrams. It was funny too because he like captioned it like Mihan says uh, training starts Monday. Laughing, laughing, laughing. (laughs) But it's very like a dry translation, so it doesn't translate the same to like Diet Starts Monday. Like sarcasm doesn't quite come Mm -hmm. through, but it was funny. 
Mihan mm-hmm. says that he will start preparing for mon- from Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Mihan don't have to train. He, he, he can show up and win gold. From Ben Randolph, what's more likely, Penn State winning the team title or Spencer winning his fourth individual? They both seem quite was, likely, but Penn State. I was thinking about this. Um, I think just because of there you only need one thing to go, to go wrong, wrong for Spencer to not win. You that's need multiple it. things to go wrong for Penn State. That's it. You need multiple things. If they lose one of them dudes, they're still winning. Yep. Yeah. Spencer, you know, um, knee likely now, knee but yeah, he, you know, he could he could get injured. We haven't seen it happen in a couple of years, but you know, he could get beat. We've seen crazy, crazy things happen at NCAs. Um, he could miss weight or something. I don't know. That that seems highly, highly, highly unlikely. But like I said, only one thing has to go wrong for Spencer not to win a title. Several things have to go wrong for Penn State not to win. Yeah, that's it. Agreed. That was all the questions. We did the show. We did the show. Uh, we did the shows all week. Didn't even need CP around. Wow. Like I said, maybe it doesn't come back. Maybe I don't it know. Come back. Tune in Monday. Pick against us in the Pick'em Contest. Tune in to the Watch Party Friday. Um, and watch a whole lot of wrestling this week. We'll be here Monday to talk all about it. See you then. You guys, peace. <laughs>